0: This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, according to our next guest, Hollywood has a problem and he would like to be one of the people trying to fix it. The opportunity to bring great stories to the silver screen can be held back by concerns of those stories or the people bringing them forward are unfortunately new. Part of it is a problem of lack of inclusion. Kartik Hosanagar is a professor of operations, information, and decisions at the Wharton School. He also just happens to be one of the people behind a new startup called JumpCut, which is going to use data and audience testing to make smarter decisions in the film industry. Kartik, great to talk to you again. Hope you're doing well.
1: Hey, I'm well. How are you, Dan? Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you. So tell us how this all got started.
1: Yeah, so um, it's interesting, Um, as you know, Dan, uh, my background primarily has been as an academic and an uh, entrepreneur. I've been a professor at the Wharton School. I've been a co-founder of a company called Yodel. We brought data science to digital marketing. My work at Wharton is focused on uh, data science and and artificial intelligence. But outside of that, I've always had an interest in uh, content and storytelling. I've been a hobbyist filmmaker. And roughly ten years back, I wrote a screenplay, discussed it with a few producers uh many of them liked the script, but they weren't sure they could take a script from a new writer director to uh, the top financiers and actors in the industry. So I moved on back then, I understood what they were saying, and I went back to my data interests uh, but over the years, I've heard from many successful writers and directors that it uh, you know even very successful ones that uh, it's taken them 15 years to break in or that it's hard to evaluate content or talent before they're huge. And that's when I realized that, you know, for the most part, you know, Hollywood is an old boys club and, uh, all decisions are made on gut or personal networks, you know, who knows who. And so there are costs of this, uh, way of decision-making in Hollywood. And so I realized that, you know, some of my background in data science is relevant, um, so we created a new company, Jump Cart, to um, you know create a more inclusive era of global filmmaking, driven largely by data, to try and de-risk new voices and new stories.
0: So take us further, if you can, into how this element of data will potentially impact that decision process of, of bringing forward a potential movie.
1: Yeah. Now um, to answer that, I have to maybe go back to, you know, the way it works today. If you look at it in a typical studio or a production company, the main decisions they're making is, you know, when an idea, first of all, uh, the question is, who do you work with? You know, what kinds of stories do you go pursue? And they tend to rely on Hollywood agents to bring uh, projects to them. Now, once they get those projects, they read them and kind of have a gut-based decision on, hey, this seems to make sense, yes, we should go ahead. And then they make decisions like, what should be the budget for this? Uh, Should it be $5 million, should it be $15 million, or should it be $75 million? Who should we cast in there? And then eventually, how do we market it? All these are, if you think about it, they're really information problems. It's all about, uh, you know, knowing something about audiences knowing something about, you know, what's happened in the past, what, uh, where is audience taste shifting, and then where do we go from there? Everything is decided based on gut. And this hasn't worked for Hollywood. Uh, there's an economic cost of this kind of decision-making. Hollywood has a poor batting average. There's a social cost of this kind of decision-making. Uh, you know, however you measure it, uh, the industry has not been particularly inclusive. And a recent McKinsey report uh, kind of quantified uh, Hollywood, uh, Hollywood's uh, lack of uh, representation uh, being a $10 billion cost to Hollywood. And then there's the cost to audiences, which is, you know, we're stuck in sequel culture, lack of fresh original stories. And what we are trying to do is really turn that on its head. So we're using data to discover new voices and stories, Um, And not just wait for Hollywood agents to discover them. So we'll find them on the web, whether it's on YouTube, uh, or a storytelling platform like Wattpad, or or even a social platform like Reddit. Uh, We will involve audiences uh, in figuring out whether they want to actually see this story on the screen. So Uh, We have very sophisticated testing with audiences. And then we have an incubator process where we mentor these creators and take them from an idea to a really compelling uh, screenplay and ultimately a compelling uh, package with actors and co-producers and so on. And happy to elaborate on any of these pieces, but that's on a high level what we do.
0: Yeah, because I, I, I was wondering if you see a project that, you know, uh, the data says can be a successful one, what would that next step be? And, and you just alluded to it that that incubator uh, would be the way to try and bring these types of projects forward.
1: Right, exactly. And, and I think yeah, before we jump into the incubator, the first piece is how do we find stories or even storytellers that haven't been discovered by uh, mainstream Hollywood agents that are already doing interesting stuff and engaging audiences. So we have our algorithms covering uh, the social web, whether that's YouTube or uh, Wattpad, which is a storytelling platform, uh, Vimeo, and all these other sites, and looking for who's telling stories that demonstrate good production value, good storytelling, emotional engagement, among audiences. And then we reach out to these people and then, you know, we kind of assess which of them uh, are ready to make the next uh, sort of the leap uh, towards, you know, Hollywood style storytelling. And then, of course, we know that a good, great idea alone isn't enough. We need to develop them the right way. So we mm-hmm. invite them into incubators where there's a cohort of creators who uh, uh, join the incubator and it's a six week uh, process where the cohort meets every week multiple times a week all on zoom they read each other's works they give feedback to each other Uh, they're paired with mentors who also read their work and give them feedback and one of the things we've realized through running multiple versions of this incubator is that at the end of the day emerging talent need three things to succeed the first is um, you know, access to experienced uh, network of producer showrunners, uh, because, you know, they have great ideas, but they haven't done it at the scale before. And somebody to guide them through that is extremely valuable. Uh, we also give them use of our platform uh, to hone in on how audiences are responding to different versions of their idea. So this is a way for them to do What they might do on their own sometimes where they go to a cafe and they talk to strangers and say, hey, do you have five minutes? I just want your reaction to my story. But instead, this is done online uh, at a scale of tens or hundreds of thousands of people that can react to their stories. And then I think the last thing is a community of like-minded creators who are going through this process with them and gives them confidence to really take it to the next level. And that's what we've been doing, and the process works. You know, we've got shows set up with uh, Disney Plus in an international market. We have some Mm. Hollywood A-listers who are collaborating with us as mentors and um, also helping, you know, this next generation of storytellers get to the next level.
0: So on that fact, and it's a component that I think, as you say, it's important and maybe hasn't been Uh, has been dug deeper into is the fact that some of the people in Hollywood really do have the ability to make change and, and to push forward, uh, you know, new uh, voices and and new filmmakers. And to be able to have that support, I think, you know, opens, opens one of the doors along the process, correct?
1: You're absolutely right. I think, you know, if you look at Hollywood's uh, reliance on, Just the same old stories and same old storytellers and the lack of inclusion isn't, in my opinion, because of malintent. It's because the industry has, over the last few decades, as more money has gotten into it, as it's become more and more of a big business, become increasingly risk averse. And so there's a reliance on doing what has always worked in the past. Um, and so you look back at the past and you say, "Oh, you know this particular uh, you know story did well let 's do more of that, or this particular storyteller or actor did well for us in the last movie let 's keep going back to them and I think it 's that risk aversion that 's at the core of it, and so one of the ways that Hollywood has been trying to mitigate the risk associated with Uh, Big-budget projects is to rely on what Hollywood calls IP, which is like a best-selling book or a best-selling comic and things like that But that again doesn't open up uh, opportunities to new voices and our big aha moment was Recognizing that there are other ways to de-risk stories and storytellers and data Mm -hmm. is extremely good at that and and Hollywood is aware acutely aware that they want to bring in new voices, new storytellers. They just don't know how to do it, how to actually pursue these stories without taking on big risks. So we are kind of getting Hollywood to the second phase, the first phase being awareness of the problem. And I I think Hollywood is very aware of it. But now we're talking about uh, going to the next phase, which is uh, beyond awareness to action, and our data and incubator is really addressing that action piece.
0: And so for filmmakers, that, that would be interesting, getting in touch with you. Uh, go through the Jump Cut website?
1: Yeah, our website is jumpcutmedia.com. Um, and so they can uh, find us there. They can even email me at uh, hello at jumpcutmedia.com. And we are inviting uh, storytellers, uh, you know, fresh new voices with the fresh perspectives to come join our incubator and they can apply on our website or just email us at uh, hello at jumpcutmedia.com.
0: Kartik, great to talk to you again. All the best with this. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. of Osanagar, professor of operations, information and decisions at the Wharton School. And of course, one of the people behind the startup called Jump Cut. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.